The Beatles are a pretty nice band, and we've got a lot to say. The Beatles are a pretty nice band, talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfield a lot, so are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band, someday we'll judge if they're fine, oh yeah. Someday we'll judge if they're fine. Whoa, whoa, I found my harmonica. <laughs> oh no, not enough this again. <laughs> I, I should have known better. This is a fun I should have known better that the harmonica was going to come back. I was going to say that. <laughs> it's a fun one. I, I associate this song with playing cards because of the scene in A Hard Day's Night. Uh, it doesn't make sense, really. Um, and uh, look, lyrically, this song isn't as hollow as Job would later claim it was. I, I think you could argue that the POV is a guy regretting getting involved in a relationship and blaming himself for getting into a mess and falling for someone. You know, to be fair, um, that feeling, that point of view was better articulated in ever falling in love with someone you shouldn't have fallen in love with. But what are you going to do? And for that reason, I'm giving the Buzzcock song a yeah on the Josie scale. Uh, oh, wait, what, what podcast is this? Oh, yes, the other Fab Four. Um, oh. You know, I <laughs> I love the Buzzcocks. Um, I don't have the same. Yeah, it, they're fantastic band. Uh, singles going steady, just to bring back more squeeze references, I guess. My two, I think the two greatest best of compilations are "Singles Going Steady" by the Buzzcocks, or and "Singles 45s and Under" by Squeeze. That's my take for the day. Okay. Um, I don't have the same association of a "Hard Day's Night" playing cards because uh, I have barely watched the movie. <laughs> so, oh well. Okay. Uh, but now on to the harmonica. On to the harmonica. I actually think it's fine in this song. <laughs> okay. I don't know why. It just did not bother me this time around like it has on prior songs. But on the stereo mix of this tune, I think the vocals are way too high. <laughs> but, you know, at this at this time, like the stereo mixes were such an afterthought. They really focused on the mono, and, you know, that's on me for not actually, like, listening to the mono for, like, preparing for this podcast, but, you know. Yeah. I, I feel like most people listen to the stereo version. Uh, I mean, because everyone just, I mean, when you default look up these songs on Spotify, for example, it yeah. just sends you to the stereo version. But. Hmm. Well, memorably, this was performed during a train ca- carriage scene in a Hard Day's Night film. That everybody except Andrew has seen. Uh, Sorry. The song was written by... Ask me, ask me about Give My Regards to Broad Street, and I'll tell you all about it. No, we're <laughs> not... I haven't gonna, seen a hard day tonight. We're not going to do that today. <laughs> <laughs> or ever. No, nor should you. Uh, this was written by John, because John wrote a lot of this period after Paul did Can't Buy Me Love. You know, he was he was worried, you know. He's going to lose his leadership role. Um, John said of this, that's me, just a song. It doesn't mean a damn thing. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> well, I Should Have Known Better was written in January 1964. It shows the emerging influence of Bob Dylan upon John's writing. 
Uh, George had acquired a copy of the Free Wheelin' Bob Dylan in Paris that month, which the group greatly admired. Nice. It's it's cool. It's fun to see like how that connects. You know. Yeah, I mean, if it if to think of it visually, if you remember in not to, oh my god, not not to do spoiler alert again, but in the the Get Back movie, uh, George goes to a record like brings home brings records to the uh to the recording studio and they're flipping through stuff and it's like oh my god these has like rolling stones albums <laughs> that he just bought doesn't doesn't john bring up fleetwood mac he's like oh this new band fleetwood mac i think he does yeah yeah <laughs> so weird they're just peep they're just they're like they're just fans of music yeah. and that's like that's the coolest thing so yeah it's pretty wild. I mean, it's not wild at all, but you know, it makes you say. No, are you? I know. Anyway, no, no. They're they're influenced by what's you know like what's happening around them, and it's cool. It's just yeah, it's just weird because like we and we do it with hashtag Beatles did it where we think the Beatles influence everybody, and then you you realize no, they're human. They 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 were influenced by contemporary artists like you know anybody else. So that's that was interesting. The song opens with an approximation of Dylan's harmonica style. I like I liked how that was phrased. That's true. This <laughs> <laughs> is from Beatles Bible. Um, the song was one of the last by the Beatles to feature the harmonica. We'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> now, Andrew, do you think they they stopped the harmonica for good because Bob Dylan did it better, or they figured? people would think they were ripping Bob Dylan off and that's why they stopped. You know, I don't know. I think I it I kind of get the vibe that just cuz John was the one who's pl- who's playing it all the time, right? Yeah, it was John playing it. I I think he probably just got tired of doing it and he's just like, "What why?" That's kind of just <laughs> my thought. Why? So we're not going to thank Bob Dylan for getting him his stuff. No. <laughs> Oh, you, you can't compliment me. <laughs> the harmonica driven arrangement by the group was similar to Frank Ifield's recording of The Wayward Wind, a hit on the UK singles chart in March 1963. And uh, that's from Wikipedia. Citation needed, but I listened to it on Spotify, and yeah, yeah, it does kind of sound like that. So, what are you going to do? Um, it's, they, in further proof that the Beatles were fans of I Feel, they covered one of his songs in 1962. So how about that? How about that? John played a Gibson Jumbo J160E electro acoustic guitar. George played his Rickenbacker 12 string, which quickly became a trademark sound on the Hard Day's Night album. I Should Have Known Better was also released uh, in the U.S. as the B-side to a Hard Day's Night single. Um, it was released as a single in a number of European countries, including Norway, where it topped the charts, and West Germany, where it reached number six. Aha! Mm, love counts 11. 11 loves. My goodness. My favorite number. Yeah, I noticed that. Uh, I guess that's a birthday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was your birthday. 
reasonably happy no, related. Th- thank you, but it's my birthday's not on eleven. It's just a uh, lucky Shit. lucky number, and uh, <laughs> to bring it to bring it to baseball, that was my baseball number. Oh, okay. Was I'm I, yeah. Was it lucky because it was your baseball number, or it was your lucky number before you got the, your baseball jersey? I think it was lucky because it was my baseball number. Because okay. I had I had thirteen for a while, which you would consider to be an mm-hmm. unlucky number. Yes, but I did fine with it. You mm-hmm. know, because it's not really an unlucky number. But then I think I just got eleven for some reason, and just did well with it, and I just kind of stuck with that. Okay. Until my until my baseball career ended, and I would have needed Tommy John. Ooh. Oh. Oh. I you Darvish is the only eleven I can think of. Uh, the, yeah, in, in the majors. Uh, like, there's no bets I can think of that were eleven. Yeah, I can't think of any either, and I don't think there's many uh, eleven southpaws. To bring it back to the Beatles, John's lucky yes. number was he thought was nine, I believe, or it was either eight or nine. We'll get to that. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Josie scale. I'm gonna give this a Josie. Even. I'm gonna agree and give it a Josie. Yeah, I don't think it's as bad as John thought it was, but no. The Beatles are a pretty nice band. Talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfield a lot. So are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band. Someday we'll judge if they're fine. Oh yeah, someday we'll judge if they're fine.